Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Pastrami Nation Popcorn. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Nolan Smith. Hey, <laughs> and Rebecca Benson. Hello. Thank you. Uh, this is the new podcast where we talk about everything movies, TV related that we love and things that have kind of happened throughout the past week and just kind of stuff that we want to talk about. Uh, oh, this is gonna how are you guys great. doing today? Yeah, it's going to be fun. Excited for this, Kevin. I, you've, <laughs> you have thrown this idea around at me for a bit, so I'm excited to see it, you know, finally come to fruition. And I mean, we're talking about something that all three of us love. We all love yeah. cinema and we all love TV. So um, yeah, I'm jazzed, man. Definitely. Good, good. Well, yeah, that's great. Um, you know, so there's a few things we want to talk about this week. Uh, the first one, you know, um, so today on Netflix, The Haunting of Blind Manor released. Uh, the yes. second season of The Haunting of, I guess you call it The Haunting of Hill House series. I don't know what you would call it. This is The Haunting of series. Um, you know, Mike, Mike Flanagan's back. A lot of the same cast is back to do it as well um you guys excited to check it out what do you guys think what are your guys's thoughts i love the first season that it was based off of so i'm really excited nice. for the second one i watched the trailer for this blind manor it looks creepy as hell i'm not gonna lie um i mean dolls and little girls <laughs> shushing crackling monsters you know um but at the same time i think it strikes the right chord like i love the feel of it you know the vibe it gave me i did not watch the uh the previous show so this is exciting for me it looks good and it looks well timed yeah it very much you haven't watched hill house yet huh no i know surprising no? right you, yeah hill but, house but, is... but rebecca has yeah yeah and there's a book that you... is based off of too oh yeah oh yeah i'm actually reading that book now i haven't finished it yet it's kind of a it's kind of like it's an older book so like a lot right. of it just takes a lot to getting used to with the rhythm and everything of her writing mm -hmm. um but the book's really good so far how did you find um did you read the book before you watched the show or no i read it in the middle of watching the first one oh, okay all yeah. right wow. so because i wanted any spoilers so i would know what would happen to kind of expect things right see what you know netflix did with the book that's cool how did they uh did they manage to pull it off pretty good as far as like comparison wise was it fairly close i mean i know obviously modern setting dealing with a few different issues in the book um but um right. i think netflix takes it a little bit deeper as far as psyche goes mm -hmm. yeah because i know netflix like the first season definitely dealt a lot with like um trauma and addiction and things like that and uh i was wondering how that really you know applied to the book and if there was a lot of that in the book or if the book was just a lot more just of the haunting aspect and not really digging into the psychological aspect right of it all yeah that's cool yeah i'm really excited to check out blind manor i think it's uh i like the, the anthology feel they're doing with it keeping it with the same cast but kind of putting a different you know different environment and things like that so so yeah that's a looks cool looking forward to it started today so on netflix you, huh? yeah on netflix um yeah definitely definitely going to be part of our halloween watch list this year hopefully if we could get in within the next two weeks i have a question yeah. for you kevin yeah so i think something else was part of your halloween watch list um i mean you don't you don't have to jump into it if you don't want but Adam Sandler's, <laughs> what is it, Hubie oh Halloween? Oh, my gosh. 
Oh yeah. Um, so to be to be fair, to be completely honest, we didn't finish it. And right. That's why you don't have to like, give me your. Yeah. No. Um. Just like, but like, I'm watching it, and like five minutes in, I'm like, okay, like. So here's the thing. I used to love Sandler growing up. Like as a teenager, like Sandler. he was my thing, and like. You know, I love like, you know, Happy Gilmore, you know, um, Billy Madison, Big Daddy's Waterboy. like, Waterboy's great. What's that? Fifty First Dates, yeah. Fifty First Dates is great. Like all those movies are really good. But then like once he started doing Netflix movies, it just kind of. I'll give you that. Like went downhill a little. And I do. I don't know, man. I just can't do it anymore. I, I feel like it was since Jack and Jill, things have been changing. Things have been changing since Jack and Jill. I think the last like really good movie he had was I'd have been Click in my opinion. I actually like Click a lot. I like the Grown Up series just because it was just stupid fun. Like yeah. you, know, you didn't there wasn't much of a story you had to follow. You had a bunch of great comedians in there, and you just got mm-hmm. to see them interact. But you know, Gone was what we're used to, like the funny story coming of age. You know, loser this or that, like Billy Madison. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw this pop up on Netflix, I was like, I need to watch this. And then I, I saw you post up about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So I had like, to bring it up. No, no, that's totally fine. And I think I think the thing with Sandler though is I really feel like he needs to be kind of reined in a little bit. So like, because I feel like his best movies are like the ones where he's not in charge of everything. So like, yeah, he's not a director or anything, but he has a lot of pull in his oh, the yeah. Happy Madison company. So yeah, he produces everything and he has no, like, there's no filter. So there's no one to say to kind of reel it back a little bit, you know? Like, and maybe he would benefit from somebody doing that to be like, hey, like, let's back I, it up. I think so. And I think that was the thing with like something like Uncut Gems, for example, which I haven't seen yet. I still need to see that but, too. Yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix too, I think right now. But um, it is. I think I, you know, not only because it's a different type of role for him, but I think because he had a different, he was working with different people in a different studio that, word of mouth was that it's one of his best performances in years because he did something different, you know, and I don't oh, know. I you're talking about sure Hubie Halloween. Did. Sorry. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hubie Halloween. And I love like after watching, okay. So I watched Becky last weekend with Kevin James mm-hmm. and he was freaking incredible in it. And you can I, see I so much see that. depth and he like just killed it. in that movie is so good. But then he goes back, to this and i understand what it is it's like you just want to hang out with your friends it's what you know yeah and i'm the same you know i mean people say the same stuff about like kevin smith like kevin smith movies like james and bob strike back like it's it's just the same old like not a whole lot of differences but sometimes it's not a bad thing right sometimes it's not a bad thing and i think um but yeah it's a double-edged sword man like I, i i see why sandler's doing them and i see why people enjoy it and it's just like I tell people all the time, like it would just be awesome just to get together with a group of your friends and just get paid to goof around. And that would be the best thing. So I wouldn't I turn get that why down. he does it. Not at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Like that'd be the best gig in the world. Like it's, it's whatever. But yeah, I'm going to finish watching it. And um, hopefully we can talk about that in the next one then too. Hopefully we can. And then you'll we can Halloween. Um, be Halloween. And then we could maybe, uh, you know, if you watch it, you know, we could do have some uh, dueling, not dueling reviews, but maybe see a different perspective depending on if you liked it or not, you know, like, have a you know, dueling debate, yeah. <laughs> have a dueling debate on the movie. 
You get my face shield. Right. Get your face. <laughs> yeah, we need those now, right? Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be uh, keeping you updated with with the movie. Awesome. Definitely. I look forward to your opinion on it. <laughs> How about you, Rebecca? Are you an, are you a Sandler fan? Are you looking forward to it at all? Are you? Uh... I want to see what the hype is, so I'd be willing to watch it. Okay. Cool. Well, see, there you go. Now you have it in to watch it. That's what I do. When I like kind of don't want to watch those types of movies, but I do, I always say like my wife made me put it on or my kids wanted to watch it. So. Right. right. You know, so you, you have that. See, there you go. <laughs> there, there we you go. go. You can use that as an excuse. Um, but yeah, but my wife's still trying to get me to watch the Twilight movies every year. Oh, I'm sorry. Which are you a Twilight fan, Rebecca? I don't my daughter is so we is i had to rewatch the whole entire saga because i wouldn't let her Man. watch the movie until she read the book that's my deal oh there you go that's a pretty cool deal though, that's man. fair that's an awesome deal actually and uh yeah twilight i don't know robert pattinson though man he's going places i loved him in tenet he's going places i loved him in tenet and i i what's that batman like batman which batman. also got pushed back which we can talk about some other time yeah right? Got oh, everything got pushed back man wonder woman is still kind of just like barely holding on to that slot barely. they're like we're gonna do it but i mean come on like i i kind of <laughs> hope they do like just just let us have entertainment during this you time need something. i agree i agree and i think disney was smart by putting soul on disney plus yep um but uh but yeah we'll see how that uh, Regal's closing down. Everything's closing down. But but you know what? You can't close down. You can't close down good classic Halloween movies. Right? <laughs> you can't. That's a good way to get us on track. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't. You, no, but you can't. You, you, no matter what's going on with our pandemic, they can't mm -hmm. stop us from watching what we like to watch every year. That is true. I'm excited for this, Kevin. You proposed this idea, and I thought it was such a great idea. Yeah. So, so like, go for it. <laughs> just like you said man it's the halloween time it's getting around the spooky season and people are starting to watch more horror movies and <clears throat> you know kind of get into the spirit a little bit so thought it'd be fun to talk about our favorite movies to watch around this time of year um you know just talk about you know what puts us in the the mood for the season and what gets us excited and it could be you know it could be your favorite horror movies it could be just the movies you like to watch sometimes you know the more fun ones around this time of year mm -hmm. um so yeah we can just uh talk about those and i'm not sure exactly how we want to start this but we can just kind of go off our list we each made a list of five movies that we really really dig during this time of year um so actually we'll shoot it to rebecca if you want to go first yeah! A great idea. We can hear some of your movies, and I'm excited to hear what you got to say. It's kind of interesting because I have like not suitable for younger viewers, but then I have my family list. So oh, I'm gonna yeah. kind of stick to that because it's more inclusive that way. But definitely, Hocus Pocus, Casper, yes. and for me, I, I like the original Amityville Horror. That's a must yes. always because you have to have that strong soundtrack that goes with the spookiness and the eeriness of the movie. Those older movies. So, and then for the funnier side is Young Frankenstein for sure. And the cult classic Nightmare Before Christmas. Of oh, yeah. Course. That's a great list. I actually was like, Hocus Pocus was like kind of tinkering on my top five. Because we do watch it every year. But it didn't right. really quite, quite make the cut. But I wonder what Nolan has on his list. 
Well, you know, Hocus Pocus always, you know, I watch it every year too. Not really. I just watched it for the first time this year. Um, oh, did you? I did, yeah. It was actually really fun. That's uh, fun, yeah. But for top, like my top movies to watch during this time, oh yeah, I got, I got, some, I got some good movies. So first I got a lot, of, you're going to see a lot of Stephen King because I, oh, I, love, of course. I love Stephen King's classic works and his classic It has to be, you know, yes. on there. It's, you know, it made everybody afraid of clowns growing up. Um, yeah. And it was just so great, so eerie. Um, I mean, when he's like, Georgie, you're like, oh no. So, dude, Tim Tim Curry like killed. He him was amazing. Like he's yeah. But if you look on the flip side of that, the new It movies are also on my list because I absolutely love the new It. I I love the first one more than the second. Right. Um. I thought the um, the child actors that they had on there did a phenomenal job. Yes. Um. And it was they captured the essence of it. It was so so good and, um. It, you know, clowns are always going to be on the top of the list for everybody when it comes to like what scares mm-hmm. you. I mean, they don't scare me, but okay, if a clown came like scratching at my window at night, yeah. I would be a little freaked out because why is it's he there? terrifying? <laughs> yeah. Um, another Stephen King movie, which I'm not sure a lot of people are familiar with, would be Silver Bullet. Oh, yes. Love I Silver love Silver Bullet. Uh, it is about a reverend that turns into a werewolf and terrorizes a small mm-hmm. town. And it's it's amazing. Gary Busey, you know, as Uncle Red. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was I remember watching that growing up and I can watch that now and still say that's an amazing movie. That reverend, yeah. even when he wasn't the werewolf, still scares the hell out of me. Just the the look on him, you're like, oh, don't go to church. <laughs> uh, but really go to church, yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next two would be more modern movies. Um the next one's one of my favorite movies of all time now, and it's Zombieland. Oh, yeah. Um, absolutely oh, yeah. love the first Zombieland. It was just this, you know, kick the door in and take no prisoners. And Woody Harrelson was just amazing. Oh, yeah. Tallahassee. Yeah. And the whole cast worked so well. I loved it. I love that, you know, there's a lot of comedy mixed in, a lot of graphic design elements, uh, and a good story. So nice. I feel like that should be on everybody's list. And my last one... Uh, I, myself and my brother were actually fortunate enough to watch the premiere of this at Comic-Con years ago, and it's Trick or Treat. Oh, um, yes. You know, with Sam, the, yes. the adorable little you know, gunny sack head guy with a popsicle that kills people. Oh, it's, it's a modern day classic. Like, it is. I absolutely love Trick or Treat, and I know there's a comic book out now as well, so I want to track that down from Legendary. So that yeah. would be my top five for around Halloween time. Very cool. Well, yeah, well, actually, my number one was also Trick or Treats. <laughs> um, I absolutely, as you said, it's a modern, it's a, it's a modern masterpiece is what it is. It, it's it a, is. It's brilliant, and the way they connect all the stories together in uh, the thread, you know, with Sam and everything was really cool. Um, but yeah, it's got a cool anthology feel to it. And I freaking love it. Like the whole cast is amazing. And they are. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that, that movie's at the top of my list for sure. Um, that's why I started at the top because you had mentioned it. So, uh, <laughs> but also on my list, um, Paranorman. Paranorman yes. is from Leica. From Leica. Uh, the animation is incredible. And that's also a new kind of more of a modern one, but the story the you know it's like a 
cool zombie ghost movie for kids. Like my and my family love watching that every year and I love it. The animation is absolutely beautiful and um stop motion this it's so yeah dude it's, it's like and and the way they blend like at the very at the end with the little girl and the cgi and the stop motion the way they blended it all together was just incredible like it was just really cool and leica is one of my favorite studios they're definitely and they're literally right down the street from us which i thought was pretty cool uh, we need to go on a tour, Kevin. Road Dude, trip and a tour. I know. I'm working on getting it there. Um, actually, another one of my uh, favorites is actually a modern one. I mean, it came out like two years ago, but I'm so close to the source material, and I absolutely love the movie, and it was scary stories to tell in the dark. Ah, um, yeah. Because I, was, I love the books. The books were my mm -hmm. favorites growing up. They're actually the books that got me into horror, obviously, like so many others. Um, but the movie, I thought they killed it with the movie. They had the cool, like, Halloween-type vibe with the anthology feel, but it, except it was happening to the actual characters, which I thought was really cool. It was really well-directed. They picked some perfect stories, and Guillermo del Toro produced it. So, I mean... Yeah, del Toro's amazing. Yeah, he's my amazing. My daughter just got the box set of all three oh, nice. paperbacks, and so she's so excited. They're so good. Perfect like, timing every, on that. Yeah, absolutely. Every single like book, every single story is just amazing. Like I love it. The whole book's great. So, yeah, that's one of them. Um, the last two, I uh, picked a couple classics. Uh, Halloween, of course. Oh yeah. Michael Myers. You know, you can't go wrong with that. It's still got that really cool, eerie feel to it. And I, every time I watch it, I forget kind of how like. How much of the action kind of happens it's kind of like the strangers where everything just kind of happens in the background mm -hmm. and not a whole whole lot of kind of in your face type horror it's really subtle and it's just watching michael myers the way he walks around and it's terrifying to me still to, to this day like they he's such an imposing so, figure i agree he is he is like he's just so like he's got this weird childlike wonder about him like where he's just like I, he doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing he's just very curious about what he's doing it sounds really bizarre no i think you nailed it but but you know what as the as the viewer you know what exactly what they, what he can do exactly it's, exactly you know what he's capable of the breathing that you hear right exactly yeah that breathing through the mask is just yeah. like it's terrifying. And even the mask itself, the old William Shatner mask that they use, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's freaky. It still freaks me out. Um, so yeah, so, yeah it's, it's terrifying. Um, so my last pick for this is actually Scream. The huge oh, Scream okay. fan. Um, actually really, really likes all the, I'm a huge fan of all the Scream movies. Um, How many so are So excited for the new one. There's four now, but they've- Oh, that's just like 15. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. Um, the first first uh, two are good. The third one's kind of blah. The fourth one's excellent. So, um, oh. but yeah, Scream, it always puts me in the mood. It's good old fashioned Wes Craven, but you know, that's true. I, I love it. It's just fun. It's not really a horror movie per se, as much as a thriller, but- it's cool. I like it. It's fun. So, I like yeah, those so, picks. Wow. You know, yeah. scream, I didn't even think of Scream. Scream makes total sense. And I didn't think of Halloween. Yeah. And it's <laughs> Halloween time. Jeez. It's really Good hard list. to narrow it. It's really hard to narrow it down to like five. Like I was having like, I had movies, you know, I had movies like Evil Dead 2 on there and Psycho and like all these other Sharknado movies. Sharknado 3, you know. Sharknado 3. 
I've actually never seen a Sharknado movie, even ironically. I haven't been able to sit and watch it yet. I've seen one of them, and it's uh, well, I've seen one and half of two, and oh my god, they're the most ridiculous things. God, but that's what makes them so fun, right? That's what uh, I've heard. Yeah. Like it's like, like how you jump out of a shark. Like you're you jumped in them <laughs> and then you jumped out of them, like the, with a chainsaw. Like come on, right? It's it's. But hey, someone came up with that idea somewhere, and they're millionaires now. So or or thousandaires, one of the two. Or thousandaires. Hey man, yeah, I have a start. question for you, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Where do you stand on the originals versus remakes, such as mm. the Amityville Horror or Pet Cemetery? Where do you kind of find yourself? Right. <laughs> I like. The, I generally gravitate towards the originals more often than not. There's like a few kind of outliers. Um, like mm -hmm. as much as I love the classic It, like I do feel like they improved a lot on the mythology and the story with the remakes a little bit. Okay. Um, but it's few and far between, you know, like, uh, like I was watching the Amityville Horror the other day, the Ryan Reynolds one. Yeah. And that was like, it was good, but like it wasn't as like intense or scary as they were able to get away with in like the 70s or you know whatever um but generally i think i've kind of warmed up to remakes and reboots because i'm like the original's always going to be there so mm -hmm. it's like you can't really erase that but yeah most of the time i gravitate towards the originals okay i was yeah. just curious especially since nolan mentioned you know stephen king and there's a lot yeah. of older movies based on books and literature you know yeah no absolutely i think it's a uh, you know, and you can also, like, I think a lot of people get upset because, like, something like It, for example, like, you can have two versions of the movie It. It's fine. It's just two different interpretations of the same book. You know what I mean? So it's not really a, re you know, people get upset. They get aggravated. They're like, why are you remaking this? And it's like, well, it's, we're making the book. <laughs> so, like, yeah, well, that we knew from the back in the day, you know, where the two VHS that you had to switch in the middle, you know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I remember that. Jeez. <laughs> so, do you think the yeah. the Hubie Halloween book's going to be better than the movie? <laughs> Probably. I would definitely recommend reading the book over the movie any day. Go seek out the book Hubie <laughs> Halloween. You will not be disappointed. Just promise me you won't watch the movie until you read the book. <laughs> it's probably a coloring book. <laughs> oh man! I'm sorry. I, I will stop. I, would, I will. Stop. No, you're fine. No, no, dude, I love it. That's great. Um, yeah, but yeah, read the book. Thumbs up. Even if it's a coloring <laughs> book, just read the damn. Book. Even if it's a coloring book, read the damn book. Then, then you can watch the movie. Then I won't even be mad. It's all right. It's free on Netflix. You know, you can't beat it. So you're good to go. <laughs> all right. That's well, true. speaking, speaking of great, of, of awesome Netflix movies, there's another one you should probably watch instead of Hubie Halloween. And that is Vampires versus the Bronx. Oh, which now, neither... I saw your review on this, Kevin, and it sounds like yeah. it's a good movie. Yeah, I would definitely recommend checking it out. I mean, the title says it all. It's Vampires trying to take over the Bronx. Um, they have their reasons. I don't want to spoil that for you. But a group of teenage kids, you know, um, try to stop them. They come along with their, you know, they come around to their master plan and try to stop them. And it's just a really fun, like, it's like, it's like old school, like 80s, 90s kind of family kind of horror, not family horror movies, that but that kind of vibe. Right. 
Yeah, so you can watch I love it the 90s. Yeah, like it had this really cool, like uh, it did kind of remind me a little bit of like, you know, kind of like the Lost Boys vibe. But like I said mm-hmm. in the review, it had the... I have the vibe of it just I just kept on flicking back to the Ninja Turtle movie from 1989. See, that's what made me pretty excited because I loved yeah. the first two Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah, same here. Like I remember seeing those as a kid and like even kind of knowing like this is kind of dark even for me, you know, I <laughs> like 9 years old, like I'm like this is cool, but I'm a little scared right now. Um, but that's what this movie felt like. It, it kind of felt like that kind of throwback to that kind of feeling where I wasn't afraid to kind of be scary still and still be like a family-friendly type movie. There's not a lot of blood. There's not a lot of like cursing or anything like that. It's, it would definitely be PG if it was all based during the day. <laughs> like, you know, but, um, but yeah, highly recommend checking it out. The It's... The direction is great. The writing is incredible. It's a lot deeper than you see on the surface. It's not just about these vampires and these kids in the Bronx. It has a deeper message to it. And it's a lot more, uh, um, it's a lot more deep that adults are going to take from it than kids will take from it. But um, very serious issues that I think are, you know, very important to talk about right now. Um, And the filmmakers have found a way to really tell them in a very, you know, to say what they want to say in a very entertaining package. Um, so yeah, this, this sounds interesting. It out. Yeah. yeah so was, what you uh, said was like Hubie Halloween first, then Vampires versus the Bronx. <laughs> yeah. So so let's go. Um, I, I would I would put uh, Hubie Halloween, Twilight. Um, <laughs> now you're just now you're just messing with me, Kevin. Twilight. No, actually, we'll put Twilight ahead of Hubie Halloween. Um. Which I'd be fine with. <laughs> I feel attacked. I have nothing to do with Hubie Halloween, but I feel attacked. Hubie Halloween, man. We will do a Hubie Halloween special once. Oh, we, we have to it. now. We yeah, have to. we will. We will definitely do that and talk about it and discuss it and maybe we can get, it. Yes. Maybe we'll get Sandler on and ask him what the hell he's doing. And then I'll say, I'll tell him, thank you, sir, for everything you do. (laughs) Thank you for your service. We (laughs) appreciate it. Yeah, and you know what? He's one of those guys I would not have a problem with talking to. So I'm putting it out into the universe. Absolutely. You could talk to him. I'm sure he'll totally want to come on now. If he ever gets a glimpse of this, he'll, those guys, let's go. He's going to come in with his his Hubie voice. Yeah, he'll talk to you in his Hubie voice to you. I don't even know what and it sounds thing, like, but yeah. when you described it, I was like, oh. And the thing is, I would be totally okay with that if he was sitting down right there. I'd be cool with it. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. You know? I'm so all we know what to right expect now. on a future episode. <laughs> Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. With a, with we'll a do zoom it. bomb by Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, man. That would be great. That would be fun. But yeah, Hubie Halloween. Check it out on Netflix as well as Vampires vs. Zombies. Probably check out uh, that zombies, one first. Vampires, Va- vampires vs. The, the Bronx. I'm in the zombies mode. Yeah, sorry about that. It, it's okay. You're, it's, it's that time of the year. <laughs> it is. Right? It is. All the ghoulies um, are coming out. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're excited for this time of year. We decorated our house, got going to Pumpkin Patch mm-hmm. this weekend, and be doing all that stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah. Definitely, you know, I mean, especially during this pandemic, whatever we can find to, to do to still celebrate these, you know, these times, you know, Halloween, I mean, I was a kid, that was one of the best times, you know, Yeah. 
I know it's a very different look right now, but please, you know, families, do what you can to enjoy it with your children. Yes, because they'll remember it. Even though though this pandemic's going on, they're going to remember what you did during this time. So I hope you all have a safe Halloween. Definitely. Please do, Uh, everyone. Yes, have a safe Halloween. Oh no, did Kevin freeze? I think he was he was so excited about the safe Halloween he froze. Oh, there he is. He's back. Ah, <laughs> the magic of Zoom. Scared <laughs> stiff. Ah. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom is incredible. And like, I got this thing where like, so I'm I'm on the iPad, and it's connected to my wife's phone. So whenever someone calls, so you'll see me drop off every now and again. So whenever someone calls, it totally freezes my video, and it yells at me that. And it yells at me to answer the phone. And so she needs to answer her phone. And I can't, you know, be like, you need to answer your phone. So that's why I freeze it's sometimes. Per- it's fine. I mean, Zoom is a new, was, it was a new thing for all most of us this year. So no, yeah. no worries, man. I mean, we had that one time where Eddie went sideways. So don't worry. <laughs> that was great. Never letting us forget that one. <laughs> That was awesome. Um, that was but yes. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, so that was our very first episode of Popcorn, Pastrami yeah. Nation Popcorn. I, we, we did it. We made it through. I want to thank you guys for doing it. Like, it was a lot of fun. Um, we talked about some cool things, and there will be more of these in the future to look forward to. Um, you know, over the next few weeks, even after the Halloween season, we'll be talking about movies and TV and and uh, it'll be a good time. So please join us for all of those. Um, and don't forget to visit pastraminationcom to read your favorite reviews, articles, um, and interviews. Watch these videos, read the interviews. You can also find us on what? Uh, SoundCloud? We're, we're on SoundCloud. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. But we're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Yeah. We have a massive following on Pinterest, and I'm not even being sarcastic. We really do. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> we do have a lot of people on, on Pinterest, actually. I follow the board. Mm-hmm. I haven't been on Pinterest a whole lot, but pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, cool. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for you know inviting us to be a part of this inaugural episode i so look forward to talking more about movies more about tv and you better believe when christmas time comes around we have to talk about it's a wonderful life oh yeah definitely definitely absolutely and hubie christmas yeah yes hubie christmas just give it give it a couple years give it a couple years it'll happen it'll happen i agree it will happen all right well, yeah, well, thank you guys. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank, thank you, so you, Nolan. And it was great seeing you all. Have a good night. All right. Have a good one.